0: Welcome to the Neon Noise Podcast, your home for learning ways to attract more traffic to your website, generate more leads, convert more leads into customers, and build stronger relationships with your customers. And now your hosts, Justin Johnson and Ken Franzen.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Neon Noise Podcast, where we help you decode marketing and sales topics. This is Justin, and with me, I have my co-host, Ken. Ken, I hope all is going well for you today. How's everything?
0: Great, great. How are you today?
1: I am doing fabulous. We're going to be talking about creating killer, awesome blog posts, so it's exciting. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so we talked a lot about creating content. Back in, I believe it was episode seven, we talked about creating remarkable content. Today, what I think that we should do is just dig a little bit deeper Let everybody know, uh, you know, exactly how they can create this content. So I think that it would be uh, cool to create a 10-step blueprint that they can use for writing awesome blog
0: posts. How's that sound? No, that sounds fantastic. Um, It's, yeah, this 10-step blueprint is one that, uh, that we follow when we write our posts at Neon Goldfish for clients, for ourselves. Um, and you know, when we create a blog post, uh, it's, it's not just any blog post you want to create. You want to create something that's going to stand out from all the others. There's, as we mentioned in the past, there's over 4 million blog posts published every single day. So what can we do? How can we make our blog posts stand out from the others? How can we make our information our voice be heard our message be received so right before we get started i think it might be safe to assume and just bring this out that many of our listeners aren't currently publishing blog content on a regular basis and they might say hey this might be an episode i might check out for because i'm not a blog blogger um and, and i want you to think again about this because one if you're not creating content For your business, you're missing out big time and you really should should give it some consideration. In the blueprint we discussed today, we're going to apply a lot of this to blogging, but the framework of it can really be applied to any content creation process. Uh So bear that in mind, stay with us. I think that even if you're not a blogger or the person that blogs for your business, you're going to find a lot of value here in these steps we cover Uh, It can be applied, I think, to to more areas. So let's just touch on a couple of the main benefits of blogging. And if you're not, why you should make this a priority in your business. So give me some ideas. What do you think, Justin? What are some of the main benefits you can think of? of Some of
1: the main benefits as a blogger, I would want to be recognized as a thought leader in my industry um i would definitely want to start creating some unique content that educates, provides my opinion, feedback, just shares successes or failure stories and you know just gives them ideas um for a path to become an industry expert.
0: Yeah, be the industry expert is is it, it depends on what your preferences are but that that's an important one. It's really being recognized as as uh the authority, because it's not so much to be to have your other peers say, oh, well, you know, you know your stuff. But when your customers start coming to you and they see that you are the one bringing these ideas, these this knowledge, helping them during their yeah. research, during the buyer's journey, you're gaining that credibility with them. And uh, that's going to lead to a higher close rate for you. A uh, conversion rate for, for getting the opportunity and then, furthermore, a close rate for you to close the business. Sure. Um, what else? All
1: right. So, big one. Uh, how about generating more traffic to your website? Sure. Blogs are they're indexed by the search engine, so they can be found uh, by those searching for answers or, you know, whatever it is for their favorite search engine. Um, they're also shareable content for your audience that can share with their audience via social channels. So I think that gaining and, and generating additional traffic for your website is a big, <laughs> big, big benefit.
0: Absolutely. It's the first step in, in the, the whole marketing funnel that we talk about. So yep. uh, another great benefit uh, definitely to look at. And, you know, one of my favorites, I think, and this is where I really find uh, I've found a lot of joy or uh, happiness in creating content, especially for the blogs, is, it keeps you on top of your game, right? You're you're thinking about all the knowledge you have bouncing around in your head, yeah. Is there, and you get to bring it out to surface when clients ask you questions, when you're working with obtaining a new customer. Um, but there's that challenge there to keep those skills sharp and to exercise those muscles because sometimes <laughs> yeah. they sit dormant for a while. So this passion that's likely your business, uh, it's going to evolve. It's going to continue to change, especially if you're in anything related to technology. I don't even think you're, if you're not even related to technology, I think technology is finding your industry, whether you yeah. like it or not. And so your industry is definitely changing. Uh, and so there's lots that, that you can share that you already know. And there's lots that you could provide insight. And, become, have conversations about with your audience, right. um, going forward. So, um, but, but really that keep you on top of your game so that you are the, you always know what's the latest, greatest new. And, you know, like I said, if it's, if your business is your passion, like most is like it is for us, you you're completely invested in, in knowing and learning and understanding as much as you possibly can. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so those are some good benefits. What, uh, what are
1: the steps to, to get started?
0: Well, yeah. So, you know, the steps that, uh, we're going to go through is, is really going to, uh, it's a 10 step process, 10 step framework. Um, and what we're going to really focus on here is, as we mentioned before, is, is we want to create an awesome blog post that someone is going to read, they're going to enjoy, they're going to share, share. they're going to learn. Um <clears throat> If you're going to take the time to create something, create a masterpiece rather than just doodle. And so the doodles are, you know, I, I see lots of people create There's lots blog of doodles posts. Out there. That's that the, four, are, the four million posts. Lots sure. Of doodles. The, the four million is composed of mostly doodles, doodles. and very few masterpieces. <laughs> so. 3.9 doodles right so no one remembers the doodles but people remember the masterpieces so let's, let's keep that in mind while we're going so let's jump into step one step one is a lot of the step ones and the things we talk about but it still needs to be con- continually revisited i think will always be a step one focus on your buyer persona yeah your blog post needs to be written for a specific audience that audience needs to be your defined buyer persona If you haven't yet created your buyer persona yet or you're not sure exactly what a buyer persona is, go back and listen to episode four. We cover it completely. There's a downloadable Hmm. template. Um, It's important that you have your buyer buyer persona created and identified. Once you have that established, then you're going to know who to write the blog post for. You'll be able to structure a message. Uh, that is, is completely tailored to who you're trying to send it to. And you can focus on the things that matter most to them. You're going to make a connection. Uh-huh. If you try writing content that applies to everyone, you're going to connect with no one. So step one, focus on your buyer persona. All right. Step two,
1: figure out your topic. This is where so many people get hung up, you know, right out of the gate. <clears throat> what do I write about? Um, people don't care about what I have to say. Everything that I could write about has already been written, right? Just take a minute and, you know, let me clear this up. There is plenty that you can write about. The knowledge and experiences that you possess are really second nature to you, but gold, they're absolute gold to someone else. You can easily cover topics that are already, that have already been written about, The blog post you create should be about your thoughts on this topic. Include your insight, your personality, your story. What's going to make it different and better is you, is absolutely you. So the sea of topic options are simply endless. The low-hanging fruit here is writing about the most common questions your customers ask you. Just think about that. Think about what they ask you. On a regular basis, what is their pains? What are their challenges? What problems do they face? And if you can answer that question 10,000 times, I mean, you're going
0: to do this all on paper and be able to nail it. Absolutely. So now we have our topic figured out. The next step that we want to do is we want to create an outline of our post. So this is a pretty short step, but really what we want to look at is... Is just some general framework yeah. of our blog post. Uh, it's going to be the general structure. So, its purpose. Some people skip this, and, and I, I like to uh, really include this. Why well, I, I need that foundation? I need to make sure that I'm covering all the bases that I really yeah. want to cover. In that, in the end, my words have this this path, this logical path to follow. That, that's going to take the reader to the, the destination, whatever the, mm-hmm. the, the title ends up being and, and the focal point of of the uh, article itself, um, that, that there's something that's being followed there. Because if not, then you might end up having this random talk track <laughs> that uh, <clears throat> travels down different rabbit holes different ways. And so uh, definitely step three, create an outline. Of your, of your, of your post, post post. All right. So this is another one that's kind of short, but
1: very important is step four, conduct your research. You know, depending on your topic, you might have some research to do and the research that you conduct will be a collection of support for your topic. It might be the expert opinions from others that support your point of view. And, you know, perhaps it's data from one of your customers that you are using in the showcase of the effectiveness of your strategy or teaching others how to how they can achieve the the same results.
0: Yeah. And and so the research that you can you conduct is really going to be the support items for um, your entire post and how much research you want to collect, I think depends on the type of post you're yeah. writing. And, um, uh, but uh, that definitely, definitely start gathering your research, have your, your sources, your reference points and things along those lines, um, done Is that, that fourth step. Um, the next step, the fifth step is my favorite step. <laughs> it's get started on your first crappy draft or first shitty draft, it's as shitty we crap. mentioned in previous <laughs> blog posts, but you have to get started um, your first right? draft you, you deal and, and and I think what happens too often is is we get hung up on how we're supposed to write and rather than just getting started and some activity is better than no activity so your first draft is not going to be your final draft so you might as well get yeah. it out of the way we're, we get hung up on trying to make the writing perfect and just prolongs the process this reach for it does. It it the, the reach for perfection, the strive to be perfect, prevents us from from getting the post sometimes mm-hmm. even started, more or less completing it. So, whatever platform that you decide to use, whether it's Microsoft Word or Pages or I use Evernote, there's lots and lots and lots of different things options. If you want to use paper, start there, but open it's it up, up somewhere, drop in your outline whatever that outline that you that you set up there in in step three in start writing don't worry about sentence structure don't worry about spelling don't worry about formatting right now don't even worry if you're making sense the goal here is to do a brain dump everything that you can think of that pertains to that portion of your outline get it on paper and all this that you put on the page can be molded later which we'll get to so I have a particular order I like to write in. Um, You don't have to follow this particular order, uh, but I find this to be the easiest. I first like to start with the body of the content. Uh, This is the guts of the posts. It contains all the main points that are going to be discussed. And I like to start here because... This is where the value lies. This is the content that's going to deliver what I presented in the title and what I've promised in the introduction. It, it really is the message, the, the, the takeaway that, that I'm trying to drive home. So the body's where I like to start. And then after I've written, I've done my, my first shitty draft of the body, I like to move to the conclusion. I, I think that the conclusion needs to be fitting. And I think that it needs to have a call oh. to action. So the conclusion itself I think it's important. I, I read too many blog posts that stop. just stop. They they do the uh the the Sopranos finale <laughs> fade to black where it's just like what the hell happened to Tony, right? And you get pissed off and you think yeah, I thought when that happened, I thought my <laughs> cable cut out and I'm like you got to be shitting me right now. I cable just went out well, and it's I cuz they've know got that
1: specific amount of words that they're trying to
0: hit and when they hit it they're done. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. Perfect. That could be it too. But um, they did a great job grabbing my attention and the body was interesting, but then they oh. abruptly come to an end and I'm scratching my head. So the most basic clothes, just recap mm. what you've talked about, yes. what you've covered. Um, I say in- include a call to action. What Tell the reader what they should do once they've finished reading the post. Should they read another post that's closely related to the one that the, they just finished? Is there a content upgrade that, uh, resource that they could download or is there a series of steps like these 10 steps we're talking yeah. about here that they could follow, um, let them know what they need to do in, in, in identify that in a clear call to action. And then the next thing, so we wouldn't we've done the body. We've now done the conclusion. The next step I like to go to is the intro and the intro has to be captivating. It has to be good. It needs to come right out of the gates. It needs to have impact. I always, when I'm writing my intros, think uh, I don't know why I do this, but I picture a rodeo. A rodeo. Okay. A rodeo. Right. So you think about the rodeo and you got this this bull <laughs> that's behind this gate. And and in the these things come out, they just explode. As soon as that gate <laughs> comes open, they explode, right? And these are these are the exciting ones to watch. Ones are just like look like they're about ready to burst with anger. <laughs> Um, because this poor cowboy voluntarily got on this bull's back, right? And just gonna see how long he can stand this thing. And you, you just want that bull to be as pissed <laughs> off as he possibly can, because that makes good yeah, for good entertainment. Yeah. Nobody wants to see the dud, yeah. right? in and, and for the cowboy, fun. I mean, he gets scored based on how 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 hard the the bull uh it is, how angry, how hard he bull b- bucks. I guess what I'm good looking idea. for. So right, but so here's the thing: your intro should be along the same lines. I don't say they all should be angry or That's anything else close. of that nature, but it needs to come out of the gates. It needs to have immediate and noticeable yeah. impact. So storytelling works great here. Tell a story that'll connect with your topic and your buyer persona. This is uh, an opportunity to really stage a, a, a setting a scene for them to place themselves uh, they can uh, relate to this story whether it be a, a a real story about your past or something that you maybe you just fabricate a story or an instance or scenario that that you can place them in to set the tone but that story's going to grab their sure. attention out of the gates and it's gonna make your post more memorable as well So storytelling with a captivating intro is is good and I like to resonate the story throughout the post as well even though that body's already been written i gotta go back and, and, and brush that up so when i come up with my story if i find fitting spots for that story to touch on examples or such in that in that blog post that body i like to insert those there as well and then the last thing i like to do is i like to write my blog post title last and i used to do this first i'd come up with like four or five different ideas options and then once the blog was written and I was done with my first draft I wouldn't end up sticking with any four or five of those because my what I originally thought completely was going to be <laughs> yeah it's completely right. different it changes and so I just started to wait until the end it made complete sense to just this is what this is called I know at the end what it's called by the time I'm all done with it I know yep, exactly what options. it's called right. before I start I'm guessing yeah I'm, cool. I'm really just thinking about four options so step five Get that first shitty, gra- shitty cra- uh, draft out of the way, and uh, uh, like I said, don't follow. You don't have to follow my order. That's just the mm. way I do things in my crazy brain. That makes sense. I like it. Gets uh, gets everything on paper,
1: and uh, cool. Yep. Step six is proofread and edit your post. So now that you're finished writing your first crappy, shitty post, it's time to circle back and polish everything up. At this point, you might be rereading some of the things that you wrote and questioning what the hell it means. That is okay and should make for some entertainment. What you want to do here is take the content, brain dump you did, and turn it into an easy-to-read blog post. Just remember, just keep your sentences short and simple. Try to write to the reading level of your buyer persona. You would be shocked that it is likely lower than you think it is. We've been taught by teachers that we need to write like we're William Shakespeare, that our words they should be brushstrokes for our masterpiece, and that's just complete bullshit. Write like you talk. If you talk like Shakespeare, then by all means, bore the hell out of your audience. But <laughs> you know, that's unlikely. You know, this is where content you know it should take on its own personality. Your your personality is what it should take on. This is where your content it's going to become interesting and different from anything else that has been written about this very same topic this is where you shine this is your story it's told by you don't don't write like somebody else write like you it's so much easier to write like you talk anyways and you know it'll make it a
0: heck of a lot easier definitely without a doubt that's one thing i i, I... I feel happens too often is we have flashbacks of what our grammar class was that we need to create this. And you end up with this mind numbing, boring piece of content and no one talks like that. Nobody wants to read like that. And it's, it's not the case. Be conversational. Pretend like you're talking to your buddy at cocktail hour and you're telling them about uh, this 10-step blueprint for writing right. awesome blog posts that's how you should write so for sure uh proofread get that uh that first dump all that brain dump all into a nice multiple uh, format and then move on to step seven which is adding images and links so images are important Definitely include a powerful image at the very top of your posts. Let's call this your featured image. It'll be what is considered commonly throughout the, the, the blogging world. And if possible, overlay the title of your blog post or or, or some type of, of text on this image. So this powerful image it's at the very top, it's likely going to be one of the first things that your reader consumes when they arrive at yep. your post. So it has to have immediate value. It has to engage them. And it has to follow suit with the topic or the story you're trying to tell. Um, We've mentioned this before. When possible, use your own photos. If you're not good at taking pictures, find a friend that is good at taking pictures. Everyone has a friend. If they don't, if you don't have that friend, hire someone that can. Use your own photos. Now, sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes the image you need doesn't exist. You know, maybe that you're talking about the beach, and you don't live near the beach, right. and so you need to get a picture of the beach. So use a stock photo, and make sure you purchase the rights to use that stock photo. Uh, don't don't steal photos. We've no we've stealing that is allowed at nauseum. So we don't recommend it. No stealing is allowed. But uh, lots of photos you can purchase rights for at a very affordable price. Use those, and then. In this step, I also like to drop in links. Um, link to anything external that you want to or you really should reference. If you reference or use somebody else's work, give them credit. Work, give to them credit. Give them credit. Um, link to the page that you found the material. And when it makes sense, link to other places uh, uh, of your content, other pieces of your content you've created, or pieces of content that other people have created that you okay. want to help the reader here. So... I I I know people are like well I don't want to put links they're going to drive traffic away from my my page and my site but the, the the reader's what's important here and, and they're going to see the value in this uh, what what you're trying to oh, do yeah. and what you're trying to help them so if you reference a resource uh let's say it's a, a PowerPoint slide deck that that you found a ton of value that contains a lot of the uh, components of one of, your, one of your one portion of your post. Put a link into the PowerPoint presentation so they can access that slide deck and really they'll, they'll find a ton of value. They're going to appreciate that a lot more than, than yeah. you holding back and, and not giving them what that they, they should, uh, what's going to help them in the long run. So these blog posts are mostly aimed to help. Be helpful. Be helpful. All
1: right. Step eight is format your text. We've talked about this quite a bit recently format your content so it is easy to consume nobody wants to get to a page where there's blocks of text all crammed together um that's the easiest way for people to go bye-bye so um some tips use bullet points make sure your subhead headings at the beginning of each section have a larger font size um you know maybe possibly even doing something in a different color Make sure your font size for your paragraphs is easy to read, Um, 16 point plus, and just limit the width of your paragraphs. The ideal width of your paragraphs is around 40 to 55 characters, which equates to roughly 8 to 10 words, depending on the font size. Make sure that your links are easy to identify. They should be a different color than the rest of your text. And I would
0: prefer that it was underlined. Yeah. I like when links are easy to see just uh, sometimes people try hiding them in their uh, old SEO tactic, trying to place links into text, but not make it noticeable. Links should have value. Links should be noted and easily understood Correct. that they are links. So, Correct. Correct. um, all right. So now we're to step nine. <laughs> Step nine is pressing the publish button. This is the moment of truth. Now it's time that you put your work out there for the world to see. And this is the hardest step, I think, for people to do. It's always in draft status. (laughs) It is. It always always in draft status. We can always make it better. We can... We can strive for perfection, but it'll never, it's not, I'm, I got I got to I got to tell you that nothing's going to be perfect. All it'll right. never be perfect. So why try making it perfect? Even if you get it perfect today, I guarantee that we have blogs that are sitting in draft status right now. So even if we make it perfect today, tomorrow we're going to look at it and we'll find something wrong, and that's going to happen over and over again. So stop trying to go back and make it perfect. Steve Jobs says this quote. Some of you may have heard it. Real artist ship. So real artist ship. Ship. Yeah, the, the real artists send. They get over the fear Sweet. and they get it out the door. And so there's always going to be this fear that that something's not good enough or it's just not ready. But it's, in my opinion, pointless to create anything unless you're going right. to share it. So hit the publish button we can always, always, always circle back and make it better later. Step 10,
1: climb a mountain and yell as loud as you can. You have your work out there to be consumed. Start to let people know about it. This happens too often where, you know, people publish information, they don't tell anybody about it. Send an email out to your consumer database uh, you know, post a link on your blog, post a link to your social media platforms, get the information out there. We, we won't get into all the strategies that go into content distribution, but just be sure that you're proactive in getting eyeballs onto the content that you spent so much time creating.
0: Yeah. I think that the strategy of content distribution is, is probably a whole other topic that we'll cover, topic. but, uh, the, the point that that you're you're making here is just to let as many people know as possible that you have new content out there to be consumed and uh, let everybody know about it. So and be proud of it because you worked hard on it to this point and uh, it's likely awesome. It is awesome. So
1: Got to be, be shared.
0: Right. Right.
1: Sweet. Right. So that is the ten step framework that we follow for writing blog posts. We hope that this will help you. Take your blog posts from good to awesomeness. If you have any questions about any of the steps here, reach out to us on Twitter at Neon Goldfish or send us a message through neongoldfish.com. We will have the show notes available for today's episode at neongoldfish.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to next time.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Neon Noise podcast. Did you enjoy the podcast? If so, please subscribe, share with the friends or write a review. We want to cover the topics you want to hear. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like Justin and Ken to cover, connect with us on Twitter at Neon Goldfish or through our website
1: at NeonGoldfish.com.